Pastor Chooks Obina Ogoye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God, it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chucks Ugoi here. Uh, tonight is episode 171. Uh, we are sharing on the issue of uh, provision. We have shared quite a bit of um, uh, uh, episodes on the subject of provision. And a few questions have come up that we want to take time to answer these questions and help bring more understanding and bring light to all the uh, uh, questions that have come up and to all the things that we've been teaching around the goodness of God and provision. Okay? Um, I, I, I do know that, you know, quite a few people, maybe a lot of people actually, in the body of Christ, are struggling with the issue of provision. If we're talking about that God is good, why don't we have the goodness of God showing everywhere, you know, showing in, in, in our bank accounts, showing in the, in the uh, uh, quality of assets that we have, showing everywhere, showing the quality of life we live, showing in the, you know, why, why is that so? Why is that so? If God is good, surely all his children should enjoy his goodness. Well, God is good. And, uh, his hands are open towards all his children. I would like to uh, just read the scripture, and then I'm going to get to the questions, um, some of the questions that I have here. Uh, Psalm 145, it's uh, one of the scriptures that we've looked at in the course of this series. Uh, Psalm 145, verse 15 and 16, it says, The eyes of all, the eyes of all, Look expectantly to you, and you give them their food in due season. You give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. It's either the word of God is true or it's not true, but it's true. I know it's true. He says, God opens his hands and satisfies the desire of every living thing. The hand of God is open towards his people. God is not withholding. Bible says, uh, Psalm 84 verse 11, that God gives grace and glory. He does not withhold anything good from them that walk uprightly. He does not withhold anything. So, so he is a son and he is a shield. He does not withhold anything. His hand is open. So he opens his hands and good things pour out onto his people. So why are his people not receiving it? Because if there is shortage, it is not because it's not coming from God. If there is shortage, it's because it is blocked off. Something is, is creating a block. 
Something is not allowing it to come through. And that is the thing that needs to come down. These are walls of Jericho. <laughs> there is a walls of Jericho that are stopping abundance from coming. And every believer needs to understand how to take down these walls of Jericho, bring them down so that you can access what has been released. God, God's hands is open towards us. But stuff is stopping it from coming. And those are the things that we want to deal with. So let me, let me uh, attempt the questions that I have here. How, number one question for tonight. How is separation from God? The source of all scarcity. How is separation from God the source of all scarcity? You know, this, this, what I'm about to say is so profound. The issue of separation from God. You know, when God made Adam in the garden, so we go back to Genesis chapter 1, and he says, in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Adam was an image. Adam was an image. He was the image of God. An image does not have a life of its own. An image is a reflection of the substance. So an image and the substance are one. Oh, this is important. An image and the substance are one. See, when you look in the mirror, what you see in the mirror is an image. If you move away from the mirror, the image moves away from the mirror. So an image is nothing but a reflection. So an image and the substance are one. They are not separated. They are the same. An image is just a projection or a reflection of the object. It's a projection on a screen. That's what an image is. So, man was a projection on the earth of God. Man was a projection, a reflection of God in the earth. So, man and God were one from the beginning. What happened there was that in the garden, Adam was not very, um, what's the word? He was not very convinced of these truths. He, he was not so sure, especially his wife. So, so here comes a, the enemy, and the enemy suggests that they are separate. And they accept it and agree. <laughs> it was that acceptance, that agreement, that Adam and God are separate. When they accepted it, it became. When the enemy said, God knows that the day you eat of this fruit, you will be like God. <laughs> You will be like God, suggesting you are not like God right now. But meanwhile, they were the image of God. They were like God. But he was suggesting you are not like God right now. If you eat this fruit, you will become like God. So the enemy was, was trying to give them what they already had. So for you to accept something uh, to be given to you which you already have, that means you believe you don't have it. So, so the moment you ac she, ac she accepted that she was going to be like God, she accepted that she was not like God. That acceptance was what separated him, uh, separated them. Adam and his wife were separated from God by believing. So when they, the fall was accepting that they were separate from God. The fall was them accepting, them releasing their faith that they were separate from God. That's what the fall is. 
So all lack started right there. When they accepted that they are not like God, that was when lack kicked in. All scarcity started from there. Look at what happened in, in Genesis chapter 3 when God started spelling out the consequences of their separation, of their believing that they separate from God. You know, look, 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 look at then verse 17, chapter 3, Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife. What was the voice of his wife? You have accepted that you are separate from me. That's what God was saying. Because you have accepted that you are separate from me. You and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat. Look at it. Look at the consequences. Cursed is the ground for your sake. Because you are separated from me, the ground is cursed. When, when you were not separated from me, the ground was blessed. Because, because man was a projection of, the, of God. He was a projection on the screen of the earth. So every part of the earth where that projection hits, that place is blessed. So the ground, the earth was blessed because man was one with God. The earth was blessed. But now that the man believed that they are separate from God, the ground is cursed because the blessing comes from the source. The blessing comes from the source, which is God. So when a person believes that they are one with God, the ground is blessed. Why? Because the ground is where the projection lands. Ah, can you get it? So see it like this. There is, there is a projector in heaven. Alright? I'm projecting on the earth. If I know that I am one with God, I know that I am the image of God. That means the projection, I am a, a hologram. Let, let's see. I am a hologram, an image. So that projection, when it lands on any portion of the earth, that place is blessed. That is why I declare today that you are blessed watching this broadcast because I am a hologram of God. I believe that I am one with God. I believe that I am one with God. So, so your device has the blessing of God coming on it as you are looking at me because I am the image of God. I am the image of God. And you can actually connect with the blessing right now. As, as you lay your hands on your device, I speak increase in the name of Jesus. I break the curse of the enemy of your life, of the work of your hands, of the things that God has given to you to do. Because there's a blessing. The projection of God, which is what man is supposed to be. This is why Jesus said, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Why? I am a projection of the Father. So if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And if, 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 uh, if I am a projection of the Father, you see me, you see, if you see me, you see blessing. That's why everywhere Jesus Christ worked, he brought the blessing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Acts chapter 10 verse 38, with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. He went about doing good. Why? Because he was a projection. 
A projection of God. God is good. God does good everywhere he goes. God is good and God does good. Psalm 119 verse 68 says so. God is good and God does good. So when Jesus showed up as a holographic projection of God in the earth, everywhere he went, he, he Bible says he did good and he healed them that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Because all, all oppression, hear this, all oppression is as a result of this depression. This belief that you're separate from God is the source of all oppression. So everywhere Jesus went, he healed people who were oppressed because he took out the oppression, he took out what the devil is doing and tried to reconcile them to God, tried to show them that they are one with God and, and because they are one with God, the devil cannot oppress God. The devil cannot oppress God. See, the moment you realize that you are one with God, all oppression ends in your life. The more you realize that you are one with God, the more oppression ends. The more curses on the ground, curses on the earth ends. Look at what he says here. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both turns and tistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. And in the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. You see, so because man no longer saw himself as one with God, he is now just dust. He is now just dust. But he wasn't just dust. He was a projection. He was the image of God. He was a projection, a holographic projection that took up dust. And then the enemy lied to them and they believed that they were separate from God. Well, child of God, I'm saying to you today, you are not separate from God. That is what needs to be um, 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 drilled deep, deep into your consciousness. Go down into your subconsciousness. You are not separate from God. You are one with God. When someone sees you, they see God. When someone sees you, they see the wisdom of God at work. When someone sees you, they see the grace of God at work. When someone sees, they see the beauty of God at work. When someone sees you, they see the excellence of God at work. Because you are nothing but an image of God. So this is the source of all lack. I'm saying to you now that if there's lack in your life, it's because you, you believe that you're separate from God. That's why there's lack. The more you get out get rid of that thinking and erase it from your subconsciousness and get it out and get it out, you're going to begin to see abundance. You're going to begin to see supply showing up everywhere. Why? Because God is a fountain of inexhaustible supply. He can't run out. And if you are a, a holographic projection of God in the earth, you are, there's no way you can have lack. There's going to be abundance everywhere if you're a holographic projection of the fountain of inexhaustible supply. So, so your work is to get rid of that thinking, of that consciousness that you're separate from God. You are not separate from God. You are one with God. Say, I am one with God. you got to meditate on it until it sinks deep down into your consciousness, into your subconsciousness. Deep, deep down. you got to meditate on it every day. I am one with God. You are. You are, I am, all of us are. All 8 billion people are one with God. Jesus has come and paid the price and reconciled man with God. It's already done. Man is reconciled with God. Man is one with God once again. You need to believe it.
You are one with God. You need to believe it. All, all, whatever created the separation it has already been taken care of by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So you are now one with God. You need to meditate on it. Meditate on it until it sinks deep down. And the moment it goes, listen, listen. The moment that consciousness of separation goes, all lack goes. All sickness and disease goes. Can God be sick? Think about it. Can God be sick? God cannot be sick. It is, it is the thinking that you are separate from God that sustains sickness. It is the thinking that you are separate from God that sustains all evil. All works of the devil is based on that consciousness that you are separate from God. The more you know that you are not separate from God, that you are one with God, you close the gap. And that gap is closed and Satan cannot do Satan, listen, Satan is active to the extent to which you believe that you're separate from God. Satan is active and powerful, in quote, to the extent to which you believe that you're separate from God. If you realize and know deep inside you, you are not separate from God, you are one with God, Satan loses his power. Because Satan cannot do anything to God. He can't. He can't do anything to God. He can't, he can't upset, you know, divine uh, uh, ecosystem, divine equilibrium, because you are, you are not your own. You are one with God. You are, the Bible says he is the vine, you are the branches. You are one. What is the vine? What are the branches? You are. So you got to understand it. This is the point every believer needs to get. You are one with God and there is no separation. So, this is why lack came in. When man believed that he was separate from God, lack showed up. Lack began to function. Lack began to function. Hallelujah. So, that, that leads us to the next question. Um, all experiences of lack are the result and effects of wrong beliefs that we have deep in our hearts. Explain it. See, so, so all experiences, all of experiences of lack, whether it's lack of provision, natural, normal, physical provision, or lack of health, or lack of joy, or lack of peace, it's all the result of wrong belief. Let me, let me, let me tell you something, you know, lack of joy. You, you think that you are not happy because your husband is or your wife is, or your child is, or your boss is, or your mother-in-law is, or your father-in-law is doing. No, 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 no. You are not happy <laughs> because you are sustaining a consciousness of separation from God. See, God is the fountain of joy. When you are one with God, when you, when you remove the consciousness of separation from, from deep in your heart, and you connect with God, my goodness, Joy overflows. Joy has nothing to do with what people around you, outside of you, are doing. Joy has a, your connection with the source. So when you know that you are one with God and you're not separate from God, there is nothing anybody does anywhere to take away your peace or take away your joy. You're, you are a fountain of peace because you are one with God. God is the source of peace. He is our peace. That's what the Bible says. He is our peace. So, so if God is my peace and God is my joy, it doesn't matter what anybody is doing. 
It is the sense of separation that is creating the anxiety. It is the sense of separation that is the problem. If you say, oh, you, you don't know how unhappy I am. No, you are unhappy because you feel that you, you, there is a deep consciousness of separation between you and God. That's what is making you unhappy. That's where the unhappiness is coming from. Get rid of it. Jesus has closed the gap. Jesus has opened the door. This was why when Jesus died on the cross, the Bible say, tells us that the veil that was in the, in the temple tore from top to bottom. It tore and opened so that man can access God. Man and God are now, there is no barrier anymore. That was a symbolic prophetic thing that happened. The separation tore and man now has access to God. Because man is no longer separated from God. Man and God are the same. They are one now. You know? So, so this is why it's a wrong belief. And you know, a lot of believers pray prayers that emanate from separation. Pray prayers that suggest that they are different or they are separate from God. You are not separate from God. You are one with God. Somebody say, I am one with God. I am a fountain of life. I am a fountain of inexhaustible supply. I am a fountain of peace. These are things that you need to meditate on until it sinks deep into your consciousness, into your subconsciousness. Goes deep into the fabric of your being. I am one with God. I, am, I have peace. You got to keep repeating it to yourself until it sinks deep. Until it goes deep. It has to go deep. I am one with God. I have his peace. I am, I am, I am a fountain of peace. You see? So it's wrong belief that creates all lack. Lack of health. Lack of peace. Lack of joy. Lack of money. Lack of supply. It's all coming from that sense of separation. Get rid of sense of separation and you get rid of all lack. Let me say it again. Get rid of, of a sense of separation... And you get rid of all lack. Okay. Let, let, let me uh, take the next question. He says, What do you understand by God has infinite supply? And what will cause that supply to stop? God has infinite supply. What it means is this, that God is inexhaustible. God is infinite supply. He doesn't just have infinite supply. He is infinite supply. He's infinite supply of everything. <laughs> Anything you want him to supply, he will supply. <laughs> That's why he said, I am that I am. He is the infinite supply of peace. He's infinite supply of money. Infinite supply of joy. Infinite supply of fulfillment. Infinite supply, whatever you want. Infinite supply of fruits, of results. Whatever you want him to be, he is. The key, the key is to understand that you and him are one. So, so what stops supply from, you know, what, what limits supply? What causes supply to stop? Lack of capacity. Lack of capacity. And what is, what creates lack of capacity? Separation. Separation. <laughs> let, me, let me use a story in the Bible to explain. There was a story of the widow woman who, who the prophet told to go and borrow vessels. Um, for the multiplication of oil, for a miracle uh, of of supply, so that they can pay the, the the debt they owed, and release their children and have you know a source of livelihood. So the prophet, the man of God, told them, "Go borrow vessels, not a few. Borrow as many as possible. Borrow as many as you can. Borrow as many as you can." And we saw when they brought the vessels into the room, they locked the door. They began to pour the oil. 
the oil was running until the last vessel got filled. Once the last vessel got filled, the oil stopped flowing. Once the last vessel got filled, the oil stopped flowing. So the oil stopped not because where it was coming from, there was a limitation. He, the, the oil stopped because where it was going to, there was no more room to take it. There was no more room to take it. And that's what it is. You see, the moment you and I realize that we are one with God, the more we realize our oneness, the more we realize that we are infinite, the more we realize we are infinite, the more the supply keeps flowing. That's why scripture says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. I will fill it. What, it doesn't matter how wide it is, I will fill it. You know that when you understand what I'm talking about, that, <laughs> that you are one with God, the more you realize you are one with God, the more you can ask, the more you can ask, the more God can supply. A, a man of God said, anything that, that is big can be bigger. <laughs> because God, God, God can make anything that is already big even bigger. Because... <laughs> there's no limitation where he is. There's no, there's no shortage where God is. And the moment, a, the more a man realizes that he is one with God, then the shortages go. And then he can get bigger. He can get, get, get more massive. He can never stop. So, so what causes the, the shortage of supply is lack of capacity to draw. Lack of capacity to draw. That's why the Bible says, whatsoever you, a man, whatsoever you desire, whatsoever you desire, God didn't put, it's a, an open check, it's a blank check, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it, whatsoever you desire. If you desire to earn one trillion dollars in an hour, whatsoever you desire, if you can believe that you have received it, you shall have it. It's your believing. That's where the capacity is. Your believing can, can you believe that you have received it? Can you believe that you have received one trillion dollars an hour? Can you believe that you've received it? If you can believe that you received it, you will have it. That's what Jesus taught. That's what Jesus said. So me and you, we are limited in our capacity to believe. We need to expand our capacity to believe. Our capacity to believe is what produces the, the, the limitation. So, so supply with God can keep flowing. It's inexhaustible. Whatever it is. I don't know what, how big your dream is. I don't know how big your dream is. The question, can you believe for more? Can you believe for more? If you can believe for more, God can do it. If you can believe for more, God can do it. How much do you want to believe that God can use you? How much do you want to believe that God can flow through you? If you can believe for more, it can come through. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter how much it is. Call it $1 trillion per second. God can give it to you. You know, out of 86,400 seconds in a day, he can pour it if you believe it. So, so our capacity to believe is the limitation. So if the limitation is not where God is. The limitation is where we are, where we believe. All right, let me take another question here. He says, why are a lot of believers struggling with accessing divine provision? Why are a lot of believers struggling? See, there are a lot of things contributing to it. This separation theology, the error, the error that we are separate from God is the, is the big corporate. You are not separate from God. 
The salvation we have in Christ Jesus brought us and reconciled us and we've become one with God. We're not separate. But our thinking, our subconscious thinking still, you know, suggests that we are separate. And that's the number one problem. Number one problem. No, number two is... So, so now that we, we, we still struggle to accept that we are one with God and, and there's no longer separation... So if there is a consciousness of separation, there will be lack. <laughs> and that lack is sitting deep in our subconsciousness. So we, are, we struggle to access the supply, the open hands of God. God has opened his hands, as we read in scripture. God has opened his hands. But if we are believing that his hands are closed. We are believing, you know, unknown, unknown, unbeknownst to us, we still erroneously believe. So the reason why believers are struggling with access is because of what they believe. Wrong beliefs. Wrong beliefs. And it's coming, listen, it's coming from our humanity. But when you get born again, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. There are a lot of things that passed away. Then we now need to renew our mind and, re and accept it that we are one with God. That is all that needs to happen. It's, um, I know that you know saying it makes it sound simple, but I know it's easier said than done. But that's the truth. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. We we have, all things have passed away. Everything has become new. We are one with God, and because we are one with God, there is no lack. I need to convince myself. I need to meditate on that truth until it gets deep into my subconsciousness. See, once. The separation from God is removed. Let me tell you what happens to your life. Wisdom begins to come to you to do the work that you do with such excellence, with such power, with, with such grandiose, uh, because you are one with God. So, so God gives you ideas. God gives you insights. God gives you capacity. God gives you favor that attracts more of the results that you are looking for and more of the pay that comes. You solve problems that other people cannot solve and hence you are paid what other people cannot earn. This is how you grow your career. So, so let's say you are a lawyer. The moment you are able to accept that you are one with God, what happens? The wisdom of God floods you. You are able to navigate cases and win cases that other people cannot win. And that causes you to earn more money. <laughs> so you see supply is coming. Supply just keeps coming because of this oneness with God. That's all. It doesn't matter what line of work you do. Just getting rid of that separation causes you to feel oneness with God. You begin to experience favor. You begin to experience supernatural assistance, supernatural enablement, wisdom begins to come in. You know what to do to grow your craft. You know what to do to grow your business. You know what to do to grow what you are doing. And this is what produces the extraordinary results. We, we saw in Jesus' ministry, you know, because he knew that he was one with God, there was no situation of lack that Jesus was not able to deal with. They say, we need to give these people food. He said, no problem. <laughs> Bring whatever, what we have. They say, we have only these boys, five loaves and two fish. He says, enough. Bring it. 
Me and God are one. Me and supply are one. So give me that bread. And he took, takes, he took the bread in his hands and began to multiply it. He took it out of the realm of man and pushed it into the realm of God. And the bread began to multiply. Infinite elasticity. The bread began to multiply until it was everywhere. Bible says when they gathered the leftovers, every, after everybody had, had eaten to their food, there were 12 baskets left. And what, why did the supply, why did the multiplication stop? Because the people were no longer hungry. The people were no longer hungry. So what you have, the leftovers, the, the ones that were left in the plate, when they packed it into baskets, it was made 12 baskets. Because people were no longer hungry. People were full. This is the way it works. So, so can, we, can we go and, and begin to meditate on our oneness with God? It will get rid of all lack. Lack of peace. Lack of joy. Lack of health. Lack of fulfillment. You see, if you are struggling in your marriage, that's a case of lack. Lack of, of unity. Lack of love. Lack of oneness. Lack of harmony. It's all coming from your thinking that you are separate from God. Get rid of the separation from God. And you get rid of the lack of peace in your marriage or the lack of harmony in your home. Get rid of the sense of separation, the lack of wisdom or the lack of intelligence. If you feel stuck in your work and you don't know what to do, your work is stuck because of separation. Get rid of separation and the wisdom of God will come through and you'll find new ideas. Just You just know. The way that Solomon woke up and just knew things. You just know what to do. And, and when, when, when you do it, you get the results. My time is up for tonight. My time is up for tonight. I think, I think I'm going to answer more questions tomorrow. I have quite a few, of question, a few questions, so I'm going to answer them tomorrow. But for now, I hope you've been blessed by this broadcast. Listen to it again. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family member. Share it. People need to know, you know the, the secret of what is ailing them. What is ailing them is a sense of separation from God. And, and they are, if they are believers, if they are born again, they are no longer separated from God. It, 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 the sense of separation is a mirage. It's a farce. It's, it's not true. It's a lie. And they need to get rid of that lie that is planted in their subconsciousness. And by meditating on God's word, that lie will be gone. Once the lie is gone, separation is gone. Lack is gone. Lack is gone. Lack is gone. Sickness is gone. Death is gone. You know, uh, hostility and fighting, lack of harmony is gone. It's gone. All right. Good night. Let me tell you, you know, um, we have this broadcast as podcast. We have it on several podcast um, 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 channels on the internet. You know, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. There are all, you know, several podcast channels. Search for Living the Life with Pastor Chucks. Understanding the Goodness of God. You will find these teachings. You know, this one's on, on provision. Started on episode 162 or so. You know, if you go there, you're going to find them and listen to them. Tell, share it. You know, take them, share the link from the, from the podcast with friends and relatives. If, if you belong to groups, put it in the groups. People need to hear the truth so that it ends all, all these agitations. It ends all this lack. Listen, lack is unnecessary. Let me say it again. Lack is unnecessary. It is this separation, this sense of separation from God that is creating the lack. Get rid of that separation from God. You get rid of lack forever. 
meditate on your oneness with God. And once that truth sinks deep inside your subconsciousness, you begin to see how opportunities begin to open up around you. You'll be amazed at how opportunities of financial blessing begin to open up around you. Your work begins to your work begins to, to, to flow. Your work begins to produce results. Your work begins to produce answers. I'm telling you, once you get rid of this separation, you begin to see, you know, customers begin to come. Your business begins to boom. The income begins to come. Su- supply begins to come. Get rid of separation. Let me not start. Yeah, I'm going to continue tomorrow. Good night. Like, like our Facebook page. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share this with friends. You know, Pastor Chucks, Obino, go here. That's the name, the name of our channel. That's the name of our Facebook page. You know, subscribe, like us, and get this word out. Let's fill the world with the knowledge of God's, of God's truth. All right. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. South African time. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.